Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. And welcome to Jazzy Conversations. I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. And we're excited to be here. Listen, thanks for checking in. Welcome to Jazzy Conversations. I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. And G, we are Hey. You ready? I'm ready, T. I'm excited. We've been having some great episodes. I lo- I will be honest. I love all of our episodes. Uh, I love it. I, I don't love even it. have a favorite. As everybody we bring on, they're just so interesting and new. So I love us. I feel the exact same <laughs> way. Every single person on our roster yeah. has been amazing. Yeah. And imagine the people that we have coming on. Oh my goodness. I'm anticipating them to be the exact same way. Everybody. Y'all just keep tuning in. Everybody is so amazing. Yeah. So um, what'd you do today? Oh, today? Let's see. I chilled out a little bit today. Well, you know, it's Sunday. So, you you know, after that, but just really, you know, I go and get my, I'm going to go ahead and do it for you. Come on. on. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. You know, I go, I I, I answer. That's that's without fail. But then that just chilled out a little bit. How about you? Today, I just relaxed. Same thing. Uh, again, what do you think I did today? My Yukon oh, lady, lady Husky. We sit right, right here yeah. and watch the game. And she crazier than me. She jumped up. She went crazy. But listen, before we begin, yeah. I'm excited about today's guest. All right. So am I. This is I, a hit TV show. This is big. And one of, one of my uh, exactly. childhood favorites. Listen, too. when we were in high school going into college, this, this is good. what was on. This was and a we good show. all used to watch this show. Yeah. So that's why, ladies and gentlemen, I have a great game that Gigi's not ready for today. Oh, I'm never ready, I y'all. I was loving it. <laughs> I'm going to play a game with you. Okay. All right. This is what we're going to do today. Let's you see. ready? I'm ready, Teeth. Let's go. Right, here we go. Check this game out. So what I'm going to do is I want you to tell me. I'm going to play a little music. Okay. And we're going to go back to high school years. Okay. Some of them junior high, but tell me the theme song to the song I play. Okay. Oh, uh, these are TV shows? TV shows. Oh, oh all day. Here we go. I Let's can do see. this all day. <laughs> all right. Here's the first one. So what TV show is that? And don't you guys cheat. Tell me what TV show was that? You got five seconds. Five, four, three. The growing pain? Two. No, no, you're going to pump. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get All right, all right. She got it. All right, here we go. That's one. Watcher. All right, what's up? Here's the next one. All right, focused. Sanford and Son. That's it, come on. <laughs> but you can just let it rock if you want. <laughs> Everybody loves this one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Sanford and Son. That's a favorite. That, that's all a right, favorite. All right, she got two. Yes. She's 2 and 0. Come on, pulling I'm pulling up. Let's Paige go. Beckers, baby. Nothing but net. Nothing but net. What we got? All right. I'm going to get her with this one. I'm going to stomp you guys with this one. You ready? Here we go. Check this one out. 
It's a it's a cop show. Chief, you are so good. Nope. Don't wait, wait, wait. Five, four, Can you just tell me the first letter of the three, show? Please. Two. Come on. The first letter of one. the show. One. She's two and one. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my TV show. Heat of the night? Matlock. Matlock. Oh, oh you said it? Oh, our producer's in the back. She's you should have given me the sign. And one. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you guys know this one. One, two, three, four, five. You're very surely. The hustle, 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 and give you one more, and then okay. I'm gonna give you the grand finale. Okay, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I feel like there's a cash prize at the end of this, but let's see. Different strokes. I was watching it last night. May not be right for some. Yes, of course. I know this. Oh, this is. See, are you having a good time? Know. We could go all night. I love these. <laughs> Matt, I missed one. Now listen. Mm -hmm. My last one. If she gets this one, she won the game. Cash prize, y'all. But <laughs> if she gets this one wrong, she has to leave. All oh. right? Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. I I'm not scared. You guys are ready. I'm not scared. Let's go. One second. Mm -mm. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Coming up for you. This you is Wonder Years. This was my cut too. Dan, this is for you, Dan. This is for you, Dan. That's the giveaway. We got a great host coming up. Great guest. Woo! Tell me y'all didn't watch this show. I show y'all were watching. Hey, Dan, we bringing you back to the '80s, baby. <laughs> That's funny because the show was bringing it back to the 60s. So. Oh, exactly, right? <laughs> the 70s, yeah, The yeah. show aired from 88 to 93. Wow, that was a good long mm, was run. That, was that fun? It was such was that a, fun? That was fun. You enjoyed People it? People always got something uh, fun for me. I love it, I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get this going. I hope you guys are ready. Yes. You ready? Here we go. Welcome to Jazzy Conversations. I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. And today we have an amazing guest, our friend, Dan Lorita. Yes, good. Dan. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the show. We're very excited to have you. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> Are you excited to be here? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I told you I went to, uh, I'm from Long Island, but I went to Southern Connecticut and the University of Connecticut. So it's like coming home. That is, it's his home. Well, welcome back. And we're going to get, <laughs> and we're going to get right into that. That's the exciting part. Um, so um, we're just going to go through the process because exactly what you just said, some people do not know that you actually was in Connecticut in New Haven for some time mm -hmm. and did school. Um, so uh, 
We're just going to go through the process from the beginning, if you don't mind. Yeah. Sounds good? you like. All right. So I'll, you, I'll tell you anything you want except Winnie Cooper's phone number. So. <laughs> Winnie Cooper. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Uh, tell us your background. Where you're from, siblings, um, anything like that from the back? I uh, grew up in Long Island. Uh, I had one brother uh, uh, who passed away. He was younger, but he oh, God bless. passed away. Um, you know, whenever they have these things celebrities talk about their backgrounds and this drugs and this terrible parents then they get to me and it's so boring my parents were the nicest people in the world oh that's... i didn't even know before till i went to college so <laughs> that's great you know, to hear. I had a great uh, grew up on long island it was just played sports wow. had a great time uh, I, I was as dumb as a stone in high school. <laughs> I only got to college because of football. And I actually failed out, but the football coach got me in on probation. And uh, for the first time in my life, I read. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. And I was on, I did okay the next semester. And then I was always on the dean's list. And I'm a voracious reader. I, I can't seem to get enough wow and, uh, come back kid I, I really, uh, thank god for audiobooks i'm never driving without audiobooks. and and so that college that you went to because yeah. we're located i know this is worldwide that college so, you went to is in new haven connecticut correct what's the name of it it was when i went it was southern connecticut state college now it's southern connecticut state university, university. yes it yes. is yes, yes. It is. so i always tell everybody i went to usc usc <laughs> and, how did you find your way and, to uh, graduate to school i went to university of connecticut okay so you oh. stayed in connecticut after leaving how did you how did you find southern how was that how did that become your your school of choice well it was i had a football scholarship to Western Kentucky and I hurt my knee. And at that time you had a red shirt and I really didn't have enough money. Mm -hmm. And a couple of guys I went to high school with had gone to Southern. Mm -hmm. Okay. Probably well, a few others, but they went there to play baseball and they said, Oh, you got to come here. They got a good football team. Nice. So they introduced me and I snuck in the back door, all that stuff. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Now, did you enjoy your time at Southern? Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> you can go back in the, in the, uh, I went there from 66 to 70 and we were always in the top five party schools. <laughs> yeah, he enjoyed himself. Now, is that a recommendation for a school? That is, that, that is actually. But I love <laughs> wow. That is great. Now, have you seen the campus lately? Cause it's amazing, right? G? Yeah. I mean, it's, oh, beautiful. it's beautiful. Uh, yeah. I was the guest speaker at the hundred, uh, year graduating class oh wow okay Mike Dante, who was actually my linebacker coach was a great president there for 20 years unfortunately he was killed in a motorcycle accident while visiting um he and his wife and another couple went to italy oh mm-hmm. wow. god bless mm-hmm. yeah wow. but i was that was great he had me come and do the 100th year graduating class okay so Maybe you've been back you know, now, which... one thing I do know and I've learned, mm-hmm. Southern played a huge part in your acting career. So it oh, yeah. from football to acting. Yeah. Uh, Constance Welsh, who was the woman who started the Yale Vermont. Okay. She had left Yale and came over to Southern because she wanted to stay in the area. OK. And 
uh, she was walking past a football practice. It was actually before practice. She heard me telling a joke and she tapped me on the shoulder pads with her cane and said, would you like to be in a play? (laughs) (laughs) I said, you know, I always wanted to try that. I love old movies. And she said, I know. And I said, how would you know? And she said, because I'm the greatest acting teacher in the world. And I heard you told that horrible joke. <laughs> and that you started your career. To play Taliban in yeah. the Isn't that amazing? I, I think it's absolutely amazing. I'm, you know, I'm reading a book. Speaking of audiobooks, I'm, I'm reading a book, Viola Davis's book, actually. Ooh. And she talks about how the great actors... You're just lucky. There's so many people that are talented, but it's about being in the right place at the right time. Talent, yes, but being in the right place at the right time because so many people have the same talent, but you got discovered on a football field telling a joke. I mean, how serendipitous. That's beautiful. Yeah, and, um, you know, it's uh, Viola's right. Talent does have something to do with it. Actually... I feel sorry for the younger people that are getting into business because talent means less and less. Wow. Because technology. Wow. Wow. Nobody ever asked me for a reel or a disc or a screen. I didn't have to do self tapes. You went in the room. All I had to learn how to do was act. And Mm. I had those people in my life Mm. who helped again by accident. Uh, Constance Wells, of course. And as far as writing, uh, Dr. Cecil Hinkle at the University of Connecticut, where uh, my major was playwriting. And then when I got into business, Charles Durning was, uh, you know, my dad. You saw everything I ever did from my first thing until the day he died, you know. Uh, uh-huh. And Jack, then later on, Jack Klugman, oh, you know, that was there. It was never discussions about good or bad. Okay. Jack Klugman always said, we're always good. That's not what it's about. (laughs) It was always why that choice, why we did this, why uh, the emphasis on good actors always have different phrasing. You know, Charles Durning and and George C. Scott were great friends. Okay. Okay. So you've got a rich history. George is the only man who can put two syllables in the word God. He never says God. He says God. Oh. <laughs> I know some people like that. You yes, do too. Yes, I do. Yes, she <laughs> do. We, yeah. Viola's that way. I mean, you watch her work. She says things, the most mundane, common, ordinary sentence, and yet it's that eloquence in yeah. the massaging of the verbs, mm. and it's just, and it becomes natural the more you work on it, and oh, that's what. Like- I, her so special she's amazing we she actually just amazing. saw her in the woman king oh which is amazing, yes, amazing yeah. tv show oh movie excuse me mm-hmm. so so dan you graduate from southern what's the next step once you graduate oh, I, was, I was in the marine corps for three years mm-hmm. okay i saw that okay. wow okay so, uh, semper fi yeah yeah absolutely that's right no acting but then you you come home from the marine corps and do you yeah. move back to New York or do you move to L.A.? Well, I went back to Long Island to my hometown. I coached football for a year and then I got a, a grant for playwriting at the University of uh, Connecticut. Oh, OK. I was going to ask that. I, I did mean, hear you say that the playwriting was your major. So you've done significant writing and developing in that area. Yeah, I, take I, it. yeah I had a play up off Broadway about five years ago, Dinner with the Boys. And. Mm-hmm. 
I have a new play this year, which I hope you'll come to. We're going to be doing it yes. in Barrington stages. We're going to talk about that at the end. Yes. Open yeah. dialogue. We're going to go into that. Um, so yeah, I always wrote, you know. Yeah, I know. We can't spell, but I write, you know. Mm -hmm. I, and you have that <laughs> just another day. Um, yeah. But so after the before the playwriting, I, I want to try to lead up until the call comes for the Wonder Years. But what was the process right after? Um, coaching football. When was your first acting gig? What, what did that look like? Well, I, you know, uh, I, after I came out of the University of Connecticut, I went into New York and, uh, you know, I was a veteran and uh, I met Charles Durning, who was a very highly decorated World War II vet. Mm -hmm. And I got him involved with a group we would call Vetco. Back then, we all had groups. You know, you know, people. I get very upset with the PC movement when they just ignore our history. Mm. You know, I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Negro Ensemble. They did a play oh, yeah. called Story. Yes, I was the first one. Or Jim Pickens is still a great friend of mine. Tom Wright, all the people in it. We had Vetco. We were all Vietnam vets. We had the Gay Alliance. Which uh, they had a, a a policy where all the straight characters had to be played by straight actors, and all the gay actors had to be played by gay actors. Mm. We had Puerto Rican traveling circus. We we had so many groups, a Pan Asian group, and it's like we you talk to these young people, it's like we never existed. Oh, <laughs> that's a break here, pal. That was 67. I was in North Carolina marching with Reverend Abernathy. Where the hell were you? You know, <laughs> don't give me this crap. Yeah, I, I think there's, there's a lot of forgetting thing, history. We, yeah, and, I, and I'll tell you one thing. We didn't try to defeat prejudice by being more prejudiced. Mm. Try to get a play read regardless of what nationality, what your religious preference is, mm -hmm. if you're 75 years old. Oh. You want to talk about real prejudice. Ageism. Pre mm -hmm. The age. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, David Saint, who I love, runs the George Street Playhouse. He wouldn't even read my play. He, he even said, Dan, even if you were gay, I could not read your play. I'm not going to get any grants for, writing, for producing a play by, by a 75-year-old writer. Wow. 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 That is that is yeah, so, and that is know, today. That's that's now. That's how it is right now. Correct. Yeah, but earn it, you know. Yeah. We were up there making lights out of coffee cans and the old things and we went out and raised money and god the Vetco company you I don't even think I can tell you how we raised money. It was probably illegal, you know. <laughs> we'd find vets who worked at companies and we'd go, you know, we'd send letters. Nobody would answer. So we'd go in there, sneak in the building, grab them in the bathroom. Say, Come on, you old Marine, get get us some money, get us something. And they, wow. they did. Wow. I, I think so. you raise an incredible point about the, the older generation really connecting the history for the younger generation is I think otherwise we, we, we get people, we get young people trying to do some of the things that we did as though they're doing it for the first time. But there's a, there's an importance of saying, this is what we did. This is what we did well. And here's what we'd like. Here's what we'd like you to pass the baton. So there's a, there's a responsibility to pass the baton so that we don't see some of the same well, stuff over and over again, which we do. We do. Yeah. You're, you know, Gigi, at least they could learn that, we we did fight right. the same fight. Yeah, I'm not denying that we should do more for younger writers of different. But 
you know, don't just wipe us away. Away, right, correct. The, correct. The things happen. You weren't sitting on your hands. They were. They, you were in the struggle. I agree. Acknowledge. Yeah. Acknowledge what came before. You're right. Legend. You're right. Legend. Mm -hmm. So Dan, the phone. Call, how does that? The Wonder Years. How does that look? How did that happen? Now it was eighty-eight to ninety-three, which is a for Gigi and I. Those were amazing years. We had just entered high school in '88. That's right. That's right. So, so uh, I thought you were even younger than that. So, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. Well, I thought Gigi was younger. Oh, come on. You know what? All right, I'll take it. No, I, I uh, you know, I, I did so many plays in New York and never got to Broadway, but was in a, a couple of really good plays. Uh, there was a play called Vespers Eve by Louis Larusso. One night in the audience, uh, you wouldn't. Jose Ferrer was there, mm -hmm. and just all these great actors and directors. And uh, but my agent said, "You can't just stay here doing off Broadway. It doesn't matter how many, you know, OBs and all that stuff. You got to go to L.A." And mm -hmm. I actually went to L.A. with which everybody said was the wrong time. I had a very nice agent, not big, but got me in. And I just did, for a year and a half, I did guest spots. Mm -hmm. uh, you get two or three a year, you're lucky. I did 11. Wow. First year here. And one of them was uh, on Growing Pains. Oh. And uh, the second one, I did another Growing Pains. And the people who wrote that, Neil Marlins and Carol Black, um, they wrote The Wonder Years. Mm. Oh. Okay. And I was actually going out with Joanna Kearns, who's still one of our, uh, she was a great actress, but she's now one of our leading women directors on television. Yes. And the Wonder Years came up and she said, did you get in for it? And I said, nah, you know, you, I don't have a big agent. It's hard to get in those things. So she literally called Neil. And she called and said, Neil said, you're perfect for it. You, and he set it up. Go to the audition. So I went with 9 million other people. And the network didn't want me. They wanted a name. But Neil and Carol, who created it, insisted that it looked like everybody else's neighbors. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, matter of fact, Allie had a series that, but luckily it only went six episodes. But that almost stopped her from getting it. Oh, wow. They were a ghoul for my part, the network. Well, and uh, Elliot's a friend. He always said, yeah, they told me they went with some unknown, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll tell you, it, it was one of my favorite shows. I absolutely loved it. And I cannot even conceive of the show without you. Like, I don't know oh, what that would. Yeah. No, I mean, you were the dad of that show. And absolutely. I, it, the, the, you are that character to me. I cannot picture another person yeah. being in that kitchen or, you know, yell, you're, you were the person. So I'm so glad well, that they made know, that choice. You know, Gigi, it's always the writing, you know, <laughs> we had great writing and uh, our head writer, Bob Brush, who uh, Neil and Carol were there for the first 18 shows, but even Fred will tell you the real star of the Wonder years was Bob Brush. Oh. He wrote, we did 130 shows. Wow. You know, you want, you, you want to get pissed off. We were 27 out of 166 shows, and we were canceled. Ooh. We were supposed to do it here. And it was all because, and I don't care if he hears it, uh, it was all because of the man who owned Revlon, Ronald Perlman. Mm. 
And I'm going to tell you, if he and I are ever in a room together, only one of us. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Don't bet on him. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were a football player. We know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a quick uh, trivia question for Gigi. Uh-huh. What, was his fo- what was his character's uh-huh. name on The Wonder Years? Dad. <laughs> <laughs> it was Jack yeah. Ryan. Oh, it was right? yeah. Jack Ryan? Jack Ryan. Jack Arnold, Jack Arnold. Uh-huh. I even got a road. Yeah, look at you, look at you. He's always trying to catch me out there. You were dad. That was you the name dad. of your character. That's right, that's right. <laughs> and you were one of Gigi's favorite characters on the show. Uh, I, I just yeah, love well, him because he was such a, such a, I mean, I get it, it's the writing, but you had to deliver, right? And you were, you, you, you're, there, there was that soft spot inside, but you were like this tough guy that the kids don't know. Should I ask? Shouldn't I ask? How's dad going to react? I, I, yeah. I just related well, to that. Yeah. Yeah, but there, there was always that sense that uh, regardless of how hard he was, he mm-hmm. would do anything for his family. It was there, right? You see, And you delivered that. Yes. And everyone loved Winnie, Winnie Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's the... Yeah, she is such a fascinating person. She's got five math books out. She's wow. inducted into the International University of Mathematicians. She's a genius. Wow, you know? look at Matter that! Fact, I get a little worried when I can understand what she's talking about. <laughs> you, you, I'm sitting here and uh, watch my eyes. I knew that was coming. <laughs> it's been that, like you said. <laughs> I, I played ball too, and you always got one next to you. Sometimes we having our meetings, and she's talking, and I'm like this. Right, 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 right. Yeah, she started going deep on me. I go right. Okay, I'm not a math yeah. genius, though. I'll tell you. She's been that way for a long time since we were kids, uh, Dan. Uh, Dan, I'm sorry. So after no. the sh- after the show, or we could talk about the show, but after the show, I noticed that he was in um, Independence Day. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, Independence I saw Day. That. Yeah, I, I again, I never had a big agent so i don't have many films uh you know a couple of good ones you know um great ones take out independence day a few other few good ones oh. a number of good tv movie of the week they don't do much of those anymore i know which is so sad yeah yeah because it was a good way to uh you rally know, everybody around a, you know a topic or a show yeah everybody got to see it that yeah night. Mm-hmm. and the topics of the movie of the week were usually current and relevant mm-hmm. and so I did one David with Bernadette Peters and John Glover. It, it was it was a frightening, uh, realistic movie about a horrible event, and boy, it got nominated for everything. And I, I kind of miss those social issue, two hour slam mm-hmm. it in your face and what do you think kind of mm-hmm. movie. Right. You know? But there, we don't have much of them anymore. But I did so much television, and I never went a year without doing a play. So if I ever did, Charles Durney would kill me. (laughs) What do you prefer? Is it film acting or stage acting? Which do you enjoy more? Uh, I think that's an oxymoron, film acting. That's film acting is filling an editing machine oh. Act when the stage goes up and you create a character for two hours mm. you know, yeah. Yeah. And there's no editor there's no that's it you know listen to it i mean i heard aretha franklin sing in a little room 60 people hmm. oh, nothing wow. ever 
Roberta Flack, I heard at Mr. Peters in Washington, D.C. Wow. Oh, my God. There ain't, I mean, that's talent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get on stage with a lot of pyrotechnics and some guys on a machine. You know, I, I, I became friends with uh, Frank Sinatra through the Frank Sinatra Golf Tournament. We actually heard his last live performance. Mm -hmm. And he would talk about a microphone. He said, anything that helps the people hear me, I'm for. Anything that alters me, I'm against. I'm against. Because it denies my talent, mm -hmm. you know. Wow. So uh, television is, it's a discipline. Mm -hmm. You do the same thing over and over again and keep it up. You got to remember where you are. You got to remember what you've you've learned uh, from great teachers like Charles Durning and Miss uh, mm -hmm. Welsh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll tell you the best acting class I ever had. She gave us... A monologue. All the boys had the same monologue, and I say boys because we were in college and we were we were boys. <laughs> we were, yeah, and it was the worst monologue I ever read. Ah, oh, it had every cliche you could think of. You know, uh, nothing looks as dead as the dead. Do you ever walk through the world in another man's shoes? <laughs> oh, All the cliches. <laughs> oh, I, it was just horrible, G. I got about two lines out and she always had this cane. She banged the cane. Miss Deloria, please sit down. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> and then when we were all finished, this wasn't the days where you had CDs and DVDs. She had an old film projector with one of those cans. Old school. <laughs> yeah, and she opened up these curtains. There was a screen and she showed Tyrone Power doing the same exact words. And he was great. And she looked at us and she said, the difference is Mr. Power is an actor and you all became critics. Mm. Wow. And I'll tell you, when you get a job, I was two years on the soap opera. That's where I met Judith. I had one life to live. Oh, okay. I was a little pimp. <laughs> he was a pimp. <laughs> he was a little pimp. <laughs> it was the worst dialogue in the world. But every day I went to work, I thought about, Tyrone Power doing those wow. lines. Wow. Wow. So breathing life. That's the role of the actor. You breathe life. You make that thing come alive. Right. And when you're doing television and movies, especially the way they do it now, the, the equipment is lighter. It's more efficient. We're taking twice as long. We're covering it 9,000 ways. Mm. You, you know, after the sixth time of going through the same dialogue, I still think of Tyrone Power doing those mm -hmm. words. So what would you what would you tell someone starting out their acting career? Because you talk to everyone at Southern and different colleges. What's what's your advice to them? I, I would I would the same advice that Charles Durning gave me. I mean, if you listen to me, you'll probably never work again, but you will be a better actor. Okay. And uh, I Charles always had me watch old movies, mm -hmm. old movies. I do a lecture at colleges. I show two minutes of Argo and I go, cut, 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 <laughs> cut, cut. Well, they understand what a cut is. <laughs> and I yell out the next time two characters are in the same frame and they're talking. And Ben Affleck sees Brian Cranston, who you cannot be a better actor than Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, Cranston is amazing. Mm. He is. I agree. Yeah. And Ben Affleck's a little better actor than he even gives himself credit for, I think. I love Ben Affleck. Love him. Mm -hmm. But 27 seconds later, they will yell, cut. And I say, you've just seen the longest take in this movie. And it won Best Picture. Wow. Then I show Cary Grant and Rosalind Russell going around a desk 
and I say, y'all cut five minutes and 40 seconds, they usually applaud. Mm. Beautiful. Now, everybody has to be good, not just Cary Grant, Rosalind Russell. There is no, they used to have camera focusers, remember? Mm -hmm. The focus, mm -hmm. there's no shadow, boom shadow from the mic. The the uh, dolly grip is moving it perfectly along. Everybody has to be good. As soon as I cut from your head to my head, nobody has to be good. Yeah, yeah. Start Chemistry over. between actors is what happens between us. As soon as I cut from your head to my head, you've cut the chemistry. Absolutely. Absolutely. So these young people, I don't. Uh, I I I'm glad I'm old. Yeah. Oh, you you came up at the right time. <laughs> Came up at the right yeah. time in this industry. So, yeah. so you're, you you had a lot of success, and most people know you as the father from the Wonder Years. But we want to know what's a myth of your success, your fame. What would you say is a, uh, a huge myth? When people think of you, Dan Laurie, they think what? What do you? What's a myth about it? Well, I I think to really know me as an actor, you would have to know my stage work and have to know the influence of people like Charles Durning and mm. Jack Klugman. And yeah. we would go to dinner all the time. You guys would have loved this. I wish you could have brought the. <laughs> it would be Jack, uh, Charlie Durning, Peter Falk, and Dom DeLuise and me. And sometimes <laughs> I, you can stop right, right there. No, like, <laughs> to oh be a fly goodness. on the wall. Yeah, that's a great group. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So this is yeah, open. Let, let me tell you. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a great story. Yeah. Yeah. Give you a great story. Um, like Jack always said, you know, where one night I came off stage, I said, we were good tonight. And he went, we're always good. That's not what it's about. <laughs> and Charles Durning, who saw everything I ever did, whenever he would see me in a show, he'd put his arm around my shoulder and say, another 20 years, you'll be an actor. <laughs> I'd say, okay, Charlie, I'll keep working. I'll keep working. Now. So I did a great play with Jack Klugman called The Value of Names about the House on American Activities Committee. And we had Monday and Tuesday off. And Sunday, Peter, Peter Falk, Charles Nerney, and Don DeLuise were in the audience. And Jack Klugman comes running in and he goes, all right, all right Dan, now we do it for us. Don't do it for them. Don't get caught up. In and I said, Jack, you told us we were always good. What are you going to do? Shave my head and send me back to Nam? Come on. <laughs> No, he goes, you're right, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so we went out and we had one of those, you know, uh, it, like Jack said, we're always good, but there's those magic performances. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. But while we're bowing, we had one of those. While we're bowing, Jack says, we got to get the boys together, find out what the hell we did right tonight. <laughs> I thought we were so always Tuesday good. Night, we go to dinner and it was great stories about those magic nights. And Charlie, very emotionally, puts his arm around me and says, all right, another 10 years, you'll be an actor. You'll be like 10 years. Shave 90 <laughs> years off. <Yeah. laughs> so, uh, for me, it's like the greatest compliment in the world. Yes, yes. But the great Jack Klugman looks at Charles Durning and says, Charlie, are you an actor yet? <laughs> and Charles Durning goes, Jack, I'm getting damn close. Ah. Peter Falk reached over and said, I think you're there, Charlie. <laughs> what an amazing group to be sitting together. Oh th 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 those yeah, sounds like lines attitude, in a play that you should write. <laughs> right, but their attitudes about the nature of the art, which is what we're losing, mm -hmm. you know? 
I did eight Cagney and Lacey's, six of them with was mainly me and Tyne. And especially when Jackie Cooper directed, I don't I can't remember him covering any of the scenes. Hmm. So he'd always go, Oh, here's my two horses. Let's go. We we rehearse it and he'd go, All right, let me work with a camera guy. We rehearse again and he go, let's show it. How you feel? Good. Let's go home. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Today, he would get fired for that. Back then, he got patted on the back for finishing in time. Wow. So now it's, it's, it's about the cutting and the editing, more, the, more so than the acting and the intimacy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's very you different. self-take things. Uh, you know, young people like him because they're very technically proficient and they understand the, you know, I was worried about hanging the light here, you know, mm -hmm. but... I can't tell you when I started how many times we went in a room and auditioned and there was the writer there, the director, one of the producers. And even if you didn't get the job, a couple of months later, they called you and they hired you and said, oh, we loved your last audition. You were just too ugly. But now we got a good part. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the, the young kids are never going to experience it. They're, they're a talking head uh, in front of a, you know, a, a gray background or a black oh. background. Mm -hmm. They have no chance to take over the room. And uh, wow. Pat Buckle still talks about, I had an audition where I was playing a gangster and I'm yelling and the phone rang. Her phone actually rang. And I picked it up and I went, hang it up. It gets incorporated. <laughs> I got that job. <laughs> I don't know who called, but I owe him one. Oh, this has been an amazing interview. Did oh, you love it? This is fantastic. Great. This and really Dan, fantastic. we're so happy to have you. Now, uh, love it. this is what it's all about. Yeah. This is your time right here. This is open dialogue. We want you to tell us what's going on. Uh, talk about your play um, that you would like yeah, us to attend. I, I have a play, Just Another Day. I read it with Jody Long, who is the, who played my wife on Sullivan and Son, and she's uh, the president of SAG Hollywood. And uh, we read it twice. And Elliot Maisie, a Broadway uh, producer, uh, saw us read it at my friend Eric Krebs's theater, who is also a producer. And we taped it. I'll send it to you. We did a video of it. And uh, the Barrington Public Theater and mm -hmm. Shadowland Stages. Mm -hmm. Barrington is just over the border of Connecticut. Mm -hmm. I hope you can come see it. That'll be uh, end of July, August. Yes. Please, yeah. And uh, Shadowland will be uh, June 2nd to June 18th. And uh, if it goes well and reviews are good, they want to move it into New York. Fantastic. So and, and we may be doing it, not off book, as a reading for uh, the National Alzheimer's Foundation in Washington, D.C. Oh, wow. God bless. God bless. Do all... You know, I can't run around a lot anymore because I'm 76. So I wrote plays where two old people sit on a bench. You know, <laughs> but they, uh, uh, they're two old comedy writers. They may or may not have been a team. They have dementia. They don't remember the day before. But each day they meet on a bench, they write comedy, and they fall in love. Oh, wow. beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, I, I'm looking forward to done, it. Yeah. And it's made to be done interracially. Mm -hmm. because it doesn't matter like i i, I play a character once they, i write a routine about god's special effects man mm -hmm. 
Now, when I do it, his name is Vito Belducci. But when when Jim Pickens doing it, he's doing it as Sammy Jackson. Sammy Jackson. <laughs> we, all do, we all do a stereotype of what we are. Uh-huh. I'm Italian gangster. He's doing, you know, but we're all we're God's special effects man. Okay. Uh, this sounds. Uh, I'm looking forward. Please t- tell tell the people the title of the play again. Just to... just another day, uh-huh. and. Uh, I hope to do one of the productions with Jody, but I'm uh, we're asking uh, one of my favorites, Esapatha Merkerson, if she'll do it. If she's free, I don't know if you've ever seen her on stage, but she's wonderful. No, we're excited. We're excited. Now, here's the big question. We spoke about this, but I just want to make sure uh, you do listen to podcasts and you have a few favorite uh, favorite podcasts. So, Gigi has three important questions to ask you. This is my this is one of my my most important roles here. What are your top 3 podcasts, Stan? You mean other than you? Uh, there you go. Well, well there, there you go. <laughs> All right, I mean, so the, we've we got we've got the answer we're looking how many, for. How many podcasts have had me on their show? You so you're right. <laughs> we appreciate you. Know, you. I, All right. I so, like I like Rachel Maddows. Yes. Yep, she's sharp. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard, uh, you must remember this. It's about the history of Hollywood. Oh, sounds good. That's, that sounds right yeah. up your alley. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, for third, uh, you know, I wouldn't pick a third because there's so many that I'll go on mm-hmm. and that I enjoy and they're all in there. But those are my top. Um, I just want to reiterate for the audience that the top choice was Jazzy Conversations with Tiff and Gigi. I just want to reiterate that. (laughs) Listen, we truly, on behalf of Jazzy Conversations, we truly appreciate you. I'm Tiff. And I'm Gigi. Dan, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Dan. Have a great night. Have a great night. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much for having me. appreciate it. We appreciate you. Take care. Have a good night. Oh, gee. Dan. That was another. Dan was and you amazing. Had some great questions. Well, listen, I really, I, I love the show. We, there are so many other things actually that we didn't get to. I would have loved to have heard more about his time as a Marine. Okay. All right. And also, he has this amazing movie that came out. Um, we didn't get to talk about um, shot through the wall. So maybe we can we can oh, we get him. him back. We gotta have back. him back um, to talk about his his career. But what a nice guy! He's a nice guy, yeah. Gigi Winings. I mean, um, oh, look, <laughs> you always gonna try Gigi, me, huh? Gigi, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot oh, of fun. That was amazing. Yeah. And next week we're excited again. We have another amazing guest. We always Gigi, do. I'm having a lot of fun. Um, you know I'm enjoying myself uh, you, we too. Are, and, and we're gonna get together this week to just. Just kick it. We, kick we do it. that. We just getting together, just kicking Absolutely. it. Yeah. Listen, on behalf of Jazzy Conversations, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank I'm Teef. And I'm Gigi. Have a great night. Take care. <laughs>